Scripture says that God our Savior desires all men to be saved and come to the knowledge of the truth. But what is the truth? And how do we gain that knowledge? The answer to these questions and more in today's edition of Faith with Father. Living Bread Radio presents Faith with Father, a program aimed at teaching today's culture the truth about the Catholic faith. And now here's your host, Tim Perry. Hello, and welcome to this edition of Faith with Father. I'm your host, Tim Perry, and with me today in studio is Father Nicholas Mancini, currently the pastor of Sacred Heart of Mary Parish in Louisville, and he's also the spiritual director for us here at Living Bread Radio. Good morning, Father. Good morning, Tim. Welcome to today's show. Thank you. We're going to continue our discussion from the UCAT, the Youth Catechism of the Catholic Church, about what we believe as Catholics. We've been talking about happiness. And uh, again, 282 in the UCAT says, does the sacred scripture speak about a way to happiness? We become happy by trusting in Jesus' words in the Beatitudes. And let's take a good look at this, because the Beatitudes are so important in the life of Christians. The gospel is a promise of happiness to all who wish to walk in God's ways, especially the Beatitudes, as we see in Matthew 5, 3 through 12. Jesus has told us specifically that eternal blessedness or blessing is based on our following his example and seeking peace with a pure heart. Now, for those who are not familiar with the Beatitudes, I'll go through them here for you so that you'll know what they are. Blessed are the poor in spirit, theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are those who mourn, for they shall be comforted. Blessed are the meek, for they shall inherit the earth. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they shall be satisfied. Blessed are the merciful, for they shall obtain mercy. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called sons of God. Blessed are those who are persecuted for righteousness' sake, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are you, When men revile you and persecute you and utter all kinds of evil against you falsely on my account, rejoice and be glad, for your reward is great in heaven. For so men persecuted the prophets who were before you. Now, when we look at these in the beauty of what our Savior is saying, we could see here faith moving in action. He is telling us here, for example, blessed are the poor in spirit, theirs is the kingdom of heaven. What do we think or see in an individual who might be lonely, poor, unwanted, or doesn't know Jesus? Do we ever take time to sit and talk to that individual to try to bring them into the reality of the love of Jesus in their own lives, to give them some sort of comfort. Perhaps they are hurting inside because of a loss of a loved one. Like the second one says, they are mourning. Do we need to comfort them? Do we need to build that spirit in their lives of knowing Jesus and bringing them to the kingdom? 
the beauty of the Beatitudes certainly is a reflection of what we as Christians can do in the name of the Lord Jesus. The meek, the hungry, the thirsty, these examples of the way we handle individuals in this world, the poor among us, Jesus tells us, the poor you're going to have with you always. But when we see a poor person who is hungry and thirsty, what do we do for them? Do we explain to them what righteousness is in the name of the Lord Jesus? Do we give them food and drink? Do we help our parishes that cry out on Sunday morning after a disaster? Can you help your brother in need? Or do we just simply pass by the basket and say, oh, the next person will do it? Do we really open ourselves up to the hungry and the thirsty of the world, the little children who suffer, who are deprived because of ingratitude, or governments that obsess people and, and take away and oppress them, their rights, their goodness, and their dignity? Do we express ourselves in saying, yes, I will help that individual who is hungry and thirsty in the name of Jesus? Then that leads into mercy. Because then if you look at the next one, it says, blessed are the merciful, for they shall obtain mercy. By helping those in need, giving them dignity, respect, and honor, building up faith and courage in them, we are giving God's mercy. Just as uh, Faustina, St. Faustina did. You remember the beggar that rang the door at the convent. She opened it, and there was this young man just torn, his shirt's torn, he's dirty looking. She invites him in, sits him down, and feeds him. She blesses him in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving him some soup and bread and a drink. And the boy was so hungry, he was eating so fast. And she went back to get more, and she comes out, and what does she see? She sees the boy smiling and then disappears, and the crucifix illuminates. Then she knew it was Jesus. Lord, when did we see you hungry and thirsty, or clothe you? Then the Beatitudes come alive, and mercy was given. The pure of heart, they shall see God. Do we understand that when we help our brothers and sisters, we are giving of ourselves through not only the grace of the sacraments, that our soul be cleansed and freed from all stain of mortal sin, but we extend that love and that purity by which we, through our prayer, devotions, love of Jesus, Holy Mass, the sacraments, and extending that unto others, as Pope Francis said, you must be the peacemakers. You must extend God's love so that truly they can too be called sons of God. And those that are persecuted for the sake of righteousness, we see this not only in the life of Pope Francis when he lived in a regime 
that was persecuting people. But when we look at those that were persecuted for the faith during World War II under Nazism and later communism, we have to build that unity and peace. We must be peacemakers like St. Francis going out and reaching and touching the hearts and the souls of the children of God. We've got to see Jesus in our brothers and sisters, especially those who are persecuted for the sake of righteousness. We see so much. We hear so much these days about those who are persecuted for the faith. Uh, we could go through a whole list. For example, just a few examples, uh, Bishop Romero, gunned down. Uh, the sisters that were martyred along the roadside for the faith. Uh, so many that were shot uh, for the faith. Uh, the priests and the nuns during the Mexican uprising. Uh, we see it in that beautiful film the, uh, about the glory of God. All of these things. We too must be peacemakers and build on the roots and the foundations of the Beatitudes. This is what Jesus is telling us. You must see in your brothers and sisters, me. Was not Jesus persecuted for the sake of righteousness? An innocent man did not Dismas say, this man has done nothing. But we deserve our sentence after all, as the one was reviling and cursing Jesus. So too in this world, how many are persecuted in the name of the Lord Jesus? And blessed are you. You will be blessed. For the Lord outpours that mercy and kindness. And those who yearn for the kingdom of God look to Jesus. They look to him through these beatitudes. And we then, as peacemakers, go forth to bring the beauty of these Beatitudes into their lives. And I think this is what we as Christians and what this good Pope, Pope Francis I, is trying to tell us. Let's not look at the worldly possessions, but let us strip ourselves and become poor and see in the eyes of our brothers and sisters who are crying out for help to give them bread, to give them nourishment, not only in word and sacrament, but bringing food, comfort, and drink and clothing to those who are desperately in need of our help. So for a regular guy like me that's still working and has a job, and I'm probably never going to be shot down for my faith, but what are some practical things I can do to help the poor and, and the less fortunate? Uh, volunteering at soup kitchens. Uh, helping the St. Vincent de Paul Society, uh, going around in parish ministries. I know some parishes have a ministry opened to the poor. Uh, in my own parish, we do this around the holidays, and in our Legion of Mary, does it on a weekly basis to check to make sure the elderly have food, they are cared for. Uh, Meals on Wheels, I have parishioners involved with that that bring food to the, the, the shut-ins to make sure they're fed or to provide for their needs. There's so much 
that we can do and offer to our brothers and sisters. Our youth ministry program at my parish through Life Teen goes out now and they're going to nursing homes to bring comfort and joy to those individuals that sometimes are forgotten. Mm-hmm. And they'll sit with them as part of a ministry. Uh, they'll send them cards or perhaps read a story to them or read from the scripture. Uh, and just to converse with them, to give them that peace and comfort so that they are not mourning inside that no one cares. These young youth go out and they want to help to bring comfort to those individuals who are mourning in their hearts to give them some joy and comfort and peace. A lot of them are lonely, too, and, and what I try and do is invite to pick up people and bring them to Mass. Yes. Because they're so old or they're so poor they don't have a car, they can't get to Mass. So, again, offering to pick them up and bring them to Mass, offering that invitation, extending that invitation so that they aren't lonely and on their own. This is so true. So the Beatitudes are truly spiritual gifts that we can live and practice daily. Great. Well, thanks for sharing that with us, Father. We've been listening to Father Nicholas Mancini, pastor of Sacred Heart of Mary Parish in in Louisville, and he's also our spiritual director here at Living Bread Radio, as we go through the UCAT and talk about the Beatitudes and what it means to be truly happy. This has been Tim Perry for Faith with Father. Until next time, may God bless you and yours. Bye for now. This has been Faith with Father, a production of Living Bread Radio in Canton, Ohio. For an audio archive of this program, log on to livingbreadradio.com and click on Faith with Father. If you have a question or comment about today's program, email us at askfather at livingbreadradio.com. And join us again next time for another edition of Faith with Father.